0: Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about losing friends, not just us, but our children. So let's take a look at this topic. What happens when your children find themselves in conflict with the children of friends of yours? How do you handle it? Do you get involved? or do you allow them to try to work through it themselves? In my experience, this is a tricky area to navigate and can truly put adult friendships to the test. Let me explain. For many years, my family regularly got together with family friends who had children that were around the same ages as my two girls. Throughout elementary school, the older two were really, really close. Then they went to middle school and their friendship changed, as it often can do. That's par for the course, right? Middle school, life in middle school. The other mom and I remained friends, acknowledging that our older two just grew apart. We honestly separated ourselves from their friendship. And as their friendship changed, we didn't pay much attention to it from our own friendship. I think this is a very important part of adult relationships. When the younger two entered high school, their relationships seemed to grow in so many ways, even having a class together. Knowing this mom so well, I also knew a lot about her daughter. As moms and friends, we tended to share insight about our children, their growth, their enjoyment, their pleasures, their sadness. We often spoke about some of the challenges that our children experienced from our own perspective. I knew that they were struggling with how to best support their child, and I understood how painful and challenging this was for them. As the years in high school, or as the year in high school went on, this particular year, my daughter did her very best to support her friend and be there for her when she needed help or guidance in difficult, challenging situations. As time went on, my daughter felt like she was always the one giving her time and energy, with nothing in the relationship feeling like it was being returned. She was frustrated and felt like she needed to stand up for herself in order to get out of the friendship what she was putting into it. We all feel like that at times, right? She decided to share her feelings, So once the school year came to a close, she chose to write a letter. She did this because she felt that she might be too emotional for an in-person discussion, and she wanted to ensure that her message came across in the right way, with kindness and compassion. Ironically, the letter that had been intended to clearly outline her thoughts and feelings caused the very misunderstanding that she was trying to avoid by doing it this way. The friend was hurt by the letter, very upset, which caused more issues between the two. And then the scenario came full circle when the mother read the letter and concluded that this was my fault as the parent in my daughter's life. She felt that because I'm not only a mom but also a parenting coach, I should not have allowed my daughter to write this letter. I should not have allowed my 17-year-old daughter to write this letter. I explained to her that this was truly about the girls, not about the parents. I suggested that we just, as we have separated our friendship from that of our other two children, that we continue to give them the opportunity, the younger two, to work through these issues themselves. She did not agree and insisted that if I had any knowledge of this letter, I should have immediately stopped it knowing how it might make her child feel. All that I could think of in that moment was, what about my child? What about how my child was feeling all this time? Where does that fit in? I tried as best as I could to empathize with this mom without getting lost in the conversation. After all, I am a parent too. While it was difficult to change my perspective that... I understand may have been influenced by the knowledge I have gained in my career, I did step back and really try hard to see things from hers. It was extremely challenging. So I asked myself the following questions quietly. How is responding to the letter the parent's responsibility when the letter was written from one 17-year-old to another? The second question I asked myself were: was, Why were our kids not allowed to navigate their friendship themselves? And the third question was, is it my role to stop my almost grown daughter from expressing herself in this manner? I acknowledged that regardless of what was intended in my daughter's letter, they interpreted it as hurtful. But I kept coming back to the fact that This was between my daughter and her friend, not my friend and I. Sadly, this mom and also the dad did not agree. This time they were unable to separate our friendship from that of our children. They believed that I should have done something to stop this from happening and that my role as a parenting coach should have pushed me to stop the letter writing in its tracks Unfortunately, the adult friendship did not continue, and neither did the friendship of our children. And I share this story with you because I think it is an important one, looking at our children as sovereign beings, able to navigate life, relationships, pain, and hurt in their own way, of course, depending on the age and stage and emotional maturity of our children. We should be present as their guides to support them in whatever way we can to walk next to them but I believe in my own child's ability to see these things and work these things out themselves. I give my children the space and room that they need in order to do so. As parents, there's so much that we can take away from this story, in my opinion. I think the first thing is to reflect on your role as a parent. Are you truly responsible for your children's friendships during their teen years or during any years really? If your kids are old enough and responsible enough in relationships, can you allow them to navigate this area? How does it make our children feel if we do step in and we do try to manage this for them? Do you think it would make them feel like they are not capable? These are the questions I think that are important for us to ask ourselves, all of us. It can be difficult to know when to support your teen and when to step in and advocate for them. But by trusting that your child is a capable individual who's able to make informed choices, we can begin to see this line more clearly. There's absolutely a way to support your child, listen to them, and help them process their emotions without stepping on their toes and their sense of self and self-esteem and confidence. When we do so, We equipped our children to be self-sufficient and have the confidence to navigate tricky situations by allowing them the time to move through this process in a way in which serves them best. Stand alongside of them and support them as their guide, as their usher, not lead them in control. So this is my story. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, every moment is a new moment For Conscious Connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.